Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. So we've had a chance to talk to the West Coast chairman who's pretty new to that position and Mark Anderson from Collingwood as the chief executive is a bit the same. Mark, welcome to Crunch Time. Thanks, Jared. Great to be with you. How does coming here today compare to, say, going to night one of the swimming in Rio? That's <laughs> a good opening question. It's a uh, similar in that, uh, you know, it's, it's the main dance and uh, you prepare yourself in, uh, in that instance for four years to get to the Olympics and uh, this clearly, a lot of preparation but uh, in a season you're preparing all season and pre-season so and it comes down to this, it's about performing in the big moments. And night one in Rio was a roaring success. Well, we'll uh, hope for the same result today but uh, yeah, indeed. Tell me this, Mark, when did you first read the review so it was done prior to your time did you get to read it in the lead up to taking the job being interviewed for the job or after you put your feet under the desk uh another good question uh after I started, but I absolutely, going through the process, wanted to know what was in the review and what were the key findings and where the club was heading. Uh, and in my mind, I was locked and loaded uh, in the in the current gig until 2020 and Tokyo Olympics. And uh, if I was going to make the change, I wanted to know that the change was the right decision and that the club was committed to change. And absolutely, going through that process, the club was committed to change. So what level of change did you read about? Oh, look, I think uh, it was a great review in that it covered all elements and uh, from footy to the admin and the board. And the key things, uh, not dissimilar to the swimming process, was that it, we had great people in, in the roles, uh, a bit of tweaking, and it was about getting alignment and people working together. And uh, so there wasn't anything major, but what I loved about it uh, was that people were genuine, they were committed to change and embracing change, and that was from every level. Now, give us the... The absolute heart of the truth here. So you're flicking through and go, where are the Buckley pages? Where are the Buckley pages? Were you like everybody else? Oh, <laughs> I read it from page one. I didn't jump to uh, page 24. But uh, no, look, again, uh, and this has been well reported, but the Buckley pages uh, absolutely were as they've been reported, that he had the players uh, heart and soul. He hadn't lost any of the players, not one. Uh, and so in reading it through, you, you saw a, a guy that clearly had the hearts and minds of uh, the players and uh, and they wanted him to do well. That's borne out over the over the season, but that was real. So without tipping anyone into it, Mark, where did they go wrong in season 2016-17? Uh, there was a, a few factors, and uh, and we all get in, a, in elite sport, and, and you guys, uh, from a footy perspective, you, you get that kind of it's that intangible mix of uh, high-performance success. It's it's about people, and it's just about finding that right dynamic and the right ingredients. So, again, there wasn't majorly uh, things that were wrong, but I think uh, you know, what was a great sign was that we didn't tip a lot of people out of the organisation. Uh, so there were great people in the organisation, uh, it was a bit of uh, redefining, so, you know, Ned Guy coming in uh, and coming in as the head of list management, but Derek Hines staying from a recruiting is a great example of Derek's a great recruiter. Uh, Ned coming in sort of added another level again, but, you know, Derek's a, a You didn't ripper. really want to answer that question, <laughs> honestly, did you? <laughs> well, not on grand final day. <laughs> well, th- things have gone right. What, what has gone surprisingly right for you in your, since your tenure started that you honestly didn't foresee? 
Yeah, I, I think in all sport and and particularly footy clubs, it's that uh, it's it is that intangible dynamic around people just working together and, and getting the right people feel right across the club from a playing group, a leadership group, uh, off-field as well. And the way that that came together, uh, you could touch it and feel it. I, I did a day a week at, from the start of the year while I was still in the swimming gig and uh, or st- stayed in swimming until we had the Com Games trials and they'd stepped out. I walked away every day that I spent in there in that early stage going, you can feel something that's building here. And it was real and it was all about the people and about confidence and and alignment and and just about the dynamic between people getting right. So, um, you know, wins then starts to build on that and the momentum starts to build and and, uh, away you go. With all due respect, Mm. is that the ultimate liniment sniffer job? Uh, no, I think uh, what it is about putting the right. Because you can people... walk into the, the, the team that comes 18th in their preseason, yep. and you can be there and go, "Wow, this is building," you know. And and they are, they just happen to come 18th. Yeah, but no, and and I think uh, you know, having worked in high performance sport, uh, you can you can detect what's just the real. Uh, what's real and yeah. what's genuine, and that was the, the thing walking away that it was genuine. You could see why it was happening as well, and that was just about quality people. Uh, really believing what they would do, and most importantly, having expertise as well. So, and right people in right roles creates the dynamic that you can start to get some success, and then the success creates the better dynamic. So the success did come, but it the first it lost the first two and three goals to three goals one to nothing down against Carlton. How are you feeling then? Yeah, it uh, was interesting. You know, round one against Hawthorne, we all walked away going, uh, you know, clearly that was disappointing, but no one panicked. And uh, going into round two, I think it was against GWS, mm. and uh, the signs were there that we were playing some good footy and, you know, had a couple that went down and uh, were sort of undermanned in the end but played some good footy. So coming into Carlton, clearly the traditional rivals, uh, you, you could... It was a pivotal match, but no one came in and no, uh, panicking around, if this doesn't get done, we're in strife. I think there was, again, that calm confidence that we're on the right track. If we do what's right, you know, it sounds like a cliche, but if we do the right things, we'll get the result. Uh, and that played out. And, and then the pivotal part of the season for me was actually the following week. I think it was in Adelaide. Uh, that was the moment in the season, I reckon, where it started to click and the real belief cool. kicked in. I, you could almost feel it uh, during the match, but then in the rooms after the match, there was a genuine belief that was there that uh, you know things are on track. With all due respect to your answer there, if you'd lost to Carlton, I'm not sure how well things would have been going anyway. <laughs> but, oh, Mark, I'm interested. Yes. Clearly, clearly, you know, the Adelaide win was a was a turning point and for the belief and you know brought the group together. Was there was there a result or a moment? for you personally where your expectations went from the optimism of a footy season to this group could make grand final day and potentially win a premiership uh, and this sounds like a cliche but it's not a cliche Bob at no stage we ever think or plan that we'd be here on this day and I th- that was probably one of the key elements of why we are here that we never set an expectation we actually just went and did the jobs that we all needed to do and it started to build and it started to build some momentum. And I think the, the key thing about Collingwood often is that expectation outstrips reality. Uh, and this year it's, it's been, we've actually just built into it and uh, each step is a step further. And, you know, even coming into Richmond last week, you know, a lot of outsiders didn't give us a chance. We gave ourselves a chance, but we didn't uh, 
didn't plan and expect that we'd just beat them and, and roll into this one. So it's been a step-by-step, stage-by-stage. How has managing Eddie been? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just chip in there? Yeah. Last week... I'm standing in the race as part of my you duties. Were. And I saw Mark come up. I shook his hand. I said, well done, mate. That's fantastic. He said, oh, thanks very much. Yeah. And then the, the rest of the board members were walking up. I shook their hand and said, congratulations. What a wonderful win. And they're like, oh, thanks, Damien. Ian McMullen and those blokes. And then, like a, like a whirlwind, Eddie's got the arms raised up, clenched fists, and he goes, you effing beauty. And I thought... It's a well-dressed Joffa. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get back. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll he pass loves it, it though. He does. He, he loves. He admits that he's yeah, the best-dressed Nuffy supporter, <laughs> and he does a brilliant job of it. So that's what I said, Mark. So managing Ed like that to answer Hado's question, what's it like? Yeah, look, I think uh, coming out of the uh, the previous gig, uh, John Bertrand was uh, president and chair. So clearly, a really successful and high-profile, and actually, it was a good experience coming into this uh, job with Eddie as uh, chair and not that dissimilar. It's kind of you, they bring amazing things to the table as chair and presidents and uh, can open any door in Australia virtually and, you know, just a massive presence as well. What's his strength around the board table? What, 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 does, what can he do at the board table that, say, some others can't? Yeah, look, I think it is absolutely that, that it's about any... The passion's genuine, and so that's infectious, as you know, yep. and that was a good example. Yep. Uh, but it's it's also how that transcends into... He can knock on any boardroom in Australia and get the, the chair or the CEO of any organisation in Australia. But as importantly, and we signed a deal with Coles this year, which was with the Selvos and some of the work we do with help, Homeless, he's as genuine about helping the homeless as he is about getting a and great the, And the players have bought in Jordan Degoe's work there, which is unheralded, uh, and he does it off his own bat now. He was forced into it to start with, I believe, but still goes and commits to that. So there's a genuine care there as well. Yeah, and I think that's the thing with the players, that they're, uh, they are great people and they've got a great connection amongst themselves. But Jordy's a, a great example of... You know, clearly he was serving out his punishment is yeah. how that started. But he'd go in and he, he built a connection with the Salvos and, 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 and still goes on a, on a Friday night. Mark, we have a commitment to get to. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've got plenty. Good luck today. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.